0: welcome to simon says it is chad simon here with you on cape town's original good hope fm today we chat to uk singer songwriter soul expert he goes by the name of jp cooper welcome to the show thanks for having me pleasure let's, let's start at the top you have an extensive mm. hat collection and i've, <laughs> I've been I've been following uh, your career for for years and I've always seen some incredible hats, man. Is it something you were into before music?
1: Uh, I guess they came around the same time. Um, Yeah, but always been a a big fan of your, you know, kind of, your more traditional kind of...
0: Yeah, they call um, it the poor boy and those ones, yeah?
1: Yeah, so I I always really liked the kind of connection. I grew up in Manchester, which is, you know... Big industrial revolution kind of place, and you know that I really like the kind of working class kind of feel of those things. Often yeah. a lot, also a lot of my favorite sort of soul artists, you know Donny Hathaway. People oh, like come that, on! Like,
0: well, so you know, there's
1: there's there's a connection there as well. But yeah, I guess it just stuck. Yeah, yeah I like that.
0: I love yeah. that for you, man. And I mean, you mentioned Donny Hathaway he was one of my favorite artists as well. I almost feel like. You know what? He's almost underrated to a certain extent. Because mm. a lot of people commercially, you know, they talk about Stevie, they talk about Marvin, they talk about Luther. But like, mm. I noticed, especially in South Africa, the name Donny Hathaway doesn't pop up all the time. Um, no. no. Is that some of the music you were listening to growing up?
1: Not so much growing up. Um, growing up, there wasn't actually that much music around the okay. house. My dad used to listen to... I remember him listening to um, The Drifters. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I remember him listening to um, James Taylor. Yeah. And I remember him listening to Lionel Richie. Oh. Um, but that was about it. But a lot of my, the other kind of things came... Um, just from me, I guess my musical thing came from, you know, yeah. being in Manchester around that okay. time, you know. So it was a lot of guitar music, but little by little, like, I realized that there was something in in soul music that just resonated with me deeply. And so I started delving into that um, secretly at first. A lot of my friends were into like rock music. Rock music, you know? yeah. Yeah, so um, yeah, it was an interesting journey. Donny, I think I discovered around 18, you know. Okay. Late. Really late. Yeah. um, That was an amazing day.
0: I love that man. Listen, I think uh, uh, another thing is uh, subconsciously we pick up so many songs at different points in our life. I was introduced to R&B only when I got to university. I was listening to pop music and someone gave me a music soul child album and said, I know you like your pop stuff, but ever listen to this. Mm -hmm. and it changed my life man and I think to have that that kind of duality with some of the songs our parents listened to combined with what we discovered ourselves I think that and it comes through in the music man because even on a record when you jump on a pop record or you jump on a dance record your soul always comes through um and i think that's one of your strengths your connection to the song no matter the genre
1: it's good to know i mean sometimes you know when i dip my toe in in that world i feel like i'm going a bit too close to the to the you know the pop thing or the dance thing um so it's good to know It's good yeah. to know. but I, I think um that's when i feel my most kind of authentic self really is is when i'm expressing from that place yeah, um, that's that's been the place where I found a safe haven. Yeah. as a creator, you know, um, as a young sort of man coming through, um, you know, luckily joined the gospel choir. Yeah, and just found that place of encouragement and that place of sharing um, and singing as a community it wasn't all about one person. It yeah. was so there's there's great strength in that.
0: And you, you were in a band before, right? Uh, a band uh, then went Q solo band. from that point. How was how was the yeah. transition? from being with a group of guys on stage and in rehearsals all the time progressing to just sometimes being alone?
1: Yeah I think it's funny being in bands. you kind of have this pack mentality you know yeah. it's us against the world and there's something about that that I do kind of miss um, but yeah there's a there's the thing about being a solo artist is like you you have to self-motivate and don't get me wrong I have a team around me but it isn't the case I really miss getting in a room and just jamming with my friends you know and that's something that I feel like I've had the opportunity to do a bit more, making this new record that I'm working on now is yeah. it's been a lot more playful. Um, yeah. And a lot of the songs, although they started, I really wanted them to just start. In fact, I've written most of this record at the piano. Okay. Um, but I, now that we're getting into the process of making it, I was like, I want to get a band into a room and start cutting the band yeah. and then start Playing with those sounds that we create, so it's
0: it's felt it's felt a little bit like
1: that again, which has okay. been
0: beautiful. I want to talk about you know musical turning points in your career. Uh, I am assuming that the Jonas Blue record was a turning point. Perfect Strangers. Oh. Apparently, no. you weren't supposed to be the vocal that goes out in the song.
1: I don't know whether they just said that to get me to try and write to this thing because I was definitely, it was a big change for me, sonically. I've never done that kind of music before. Um, And I think, yeah, I've definitely, I had a bit of an ego as far as being like this kind of guitar, organic artist. Um, And it was a really rich experience for me to learn to drop that through this, you know. Yeah. Um, But it was something that I was definitely on a back foot about, you know, if they would have said, this guy wants you to feature on one of his songs, can you try and write to this? I probably would have been like, oh, guys, I'm (laughs) I'm not ready for that. But I thought, well, as a writer, no one needs to know that I was involved in this. Yeah. And, And, you know, looking back now, Jonas sent me through this amazing track that has resonated with so many people. Um, But at the time I was like this is just so different for me. So yeah, I I recorded it um, I wrote the thing the the, you know the lyrics and melody and sent it over to him and I was kind of just trying to You know write something really simple that filled that mood So it wasn't really from a place of like this is about me I was trying to create something for somebody else. Yeah, maybe that gave me this great freedom to to write something so simple um and I learned a lot of lessons from that, actually, um, which I'm super grateful for. But anyway, we, we put it out and it was huge, huge. Yeah. And all of us, you know, radio stations wanted me to come in and play my music. And, yeah, you know, so yeah. it was a real beautiful catalyst for my career. I'm grateful for that.